Welcome to Fake Besties with Besties. I'm Mo. And I'm Tim. And we're real life besties who formed imaginary friendships with notable personalities, making them our very own Fake Besties. That was a bit rusty. That was rusty. You want to do it again? Because now we're like a bi monthly, not even (laughs) bi weekly podcast, which we. If we were a magazine, I think people would think we were out of business or that we had gone out of print. I feel like we've gone out of business with energy, and anyone who's listening to this, we mucho appreciate it. We've just been adulting the F out of life. Fun fact, in our real life, and maybe even our fake life, True. I'm buying a house parallel to Tim. Selling a house. Literally. (laughs) Wish this whole experience was fake at some points. But it's real. easier. Easier. Much easier. We really appreciate anyone who's actually listening right now. Um, (laughs) So, what do they get to listen to, Mo? uh, We're going to feature my fake bestie, Jonathan Van Nees. Jonathan Van Nees. Mm -hmm. American hairdresser. Yeah. Podcaster. Uh Television personality. Uh, He has a web series, probably. uh, You best know him from Gay of Thrones. Or... Or, or you know, he's also him. a podcaster, and he hosts this great show called Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Nees. Um, and he's the co-star right now. I guess this would be the big thing right now. Uh, Queer Eye. He's on Queer Eye. The reboot the Netflix, of that. The reboot. Did you watch the original? I did. Yeah? Yeah. What were your thoughts? It was good. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of it. I didn't have cable at the time, I don't think. But I, when I did see it, I, it was fine. Have you watched this? No, I have not. I will admit that I haven't. Get your shit together. I know. I need to get my shit together. Here's the thing. There's too much television. There's too much. We need to stop with all this. I cannot keep up with this well, level of shit coming out, I let alone good shit. I agree with all shit. of that, but you should be watching this. And okay, this I'll make thing. time. It's like, even in our real life, in our fate life, we're not going to lie to you guys. No. Completely? I'm not going to. I'm not just going to say that I watch this, you know what I mean? Maybe. Misrepresent. Maybe. I did make him watch uh, Gay Thrones though, yeah. before we recorded this. Multiple. But it's Multiples. good. It's good. So um, one of my fake besties always has amazing hair. Like commercial level bounce that I literally, and let's be honest, most of us don't think is physically possible. No one in real life, even celebs, has naturally amazing hair it's sprayed it's colored there's uh, farts is it like is it like hair clips using that like extensions or some horse shit like that but basically it adds volumes and at its core it's brittle yeah you know yeah but they have professionals dealing with it all the time well here's the thing erin gibson the fake bessie who i was just referring to okay uh she has that hair commercial hair that commercial like that, that hair that bounce. i was just like you're like this is non-existent oh, well I get it. guess yeah. what it is aaron gibson has it right. and after a long boozy brunch with her and a epic low self-esteem that comes from you know being on your period um yeah. you know you know that tip. <laughs> oh of course you know who doesn't know that being on your period <laughs> depressed I emotionally declared my hatred for my hair. And she informed me it's not just about the product. Um, She was like, yeah, it's about the cut too, which maybe sounds like common sense for some of you listening, but I have never really 
invested in my hair. Yeah, I'm I'm not the person that's I literally get my hair cut at Fantastic Sam's. And I have never had a hairdresser. I I feel like people who actually take their hair seriously have like one person who's dedicated. But me, I've ne- I've never had the same person cut my hair. Maybe more than I twice. I'm not a good person when I'm like Last time was Lois. She was very nice. She's retired. Uh, you know, this was like a side hustle. I feel like I should, you know, maybe know a little bit more just because I'm a woman. But my dad's BFF owns a salon and I grew up getting, you know, white girl privilege haircuts through my teen years. But come to think of it, maybe the women who did my hair actually hated me because of that connection. Because I gotta be honest, my dad's BFF, he's like family, but... I kind of think he hates women, so yeah. Yeah, it was probably like, I don't really want to do a favor for this guy, yeah. so thanks. But I'm it's like, not your fault. I, I realize I'm processing this now. I, I think, kind of hate like it. I said, I, I think like finding a good hairdresser is like finding like a doctor. Yeah, but I feel like with, I mean, it's really hard for a woman to find a good doctor who like respects what we're saying, but like... It's all hidden within us. Yeah. Literally tucked in. Uh, but with hair, it's a horse of a different color. Yeah. Pun intended, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. But like, you know, if there's a problem, the world sees it. If there's a problem, you know, going on internally. They don't see it. Yeah. You could have a shit doctor and nobody would know it. You have a shit hairstylist. Everybody, everybody knows, knows it. it. <laughs> I was in, no joke, in my real life, I'm going to reveal fake life. I was in an eight-year relationship with a hairstylist who, first off, she never could say my name correctly. Okay. I, I'm going by a nickname, surprise, on this podcast, just by Mo, because nobody can freaking <laughs> say my name. Nobody can say and an I've O and an I together. That. But, like, right. if you've been doing my hair for eight years, I'd like you to know my name. I think so. But I accepted it. In this like codependent tax relationship because she could do a good haircut. We accept it. They don't have to be a good person. They just have to be good with your hair. Yeah. Anyway, Erin told me about her friend, Sash hairstylist. Getting an appointment at this time with this jam of a human was soups hard. I had to wait like four months. Four months? That's actually not that bad. To get in to see this guy. Yeah. You waited four months. You didn't get your hair cut for four months. I continued to live my life with my trash hair, knowing that it would be worth the freaking wait. And then the moment <laughs> arrived, okay? It would be so sad if it wasn't. The yeah. moment arrived, I sat in my chair and literally felt this positive energy of rainbow of love shoot up my vagina. It was a breath of fresh air. Wow. And we literally clicked instantly. Four months. Okay, I'm sorry. Four months. I'm going back to that because do you realize it's easier to get a gun than it is for you to get a haircut? Okay, so like four months. Like when do you see him next? Like do you see him within another four months or like do you just wait? Let's just focus on my first session, okay? Okay, okay. Um, No surprises, I guess. During the first session, Game of Thrones was indeed brought up. We brought up his Game of Thrones and... That's when he became the person to finally convince me to watch the show. Fun fact, I have never 
in my real or fake life uh-huh. watch the first season of uh i almost said gay thrones game of thrones <laughs> i've watched the first she's season seen of all thrones. the gay of thrones i have but not the first season of game of thrones i cannot stay awake for the first episode but i i i was able to stay awake for the first episode of season two um this fact seems to somehow affect Fend everyone I tell, and they also believe that they convince me. If they if they were to convince me to go back and watch season one, things would change with my viewpoints. I feel like at this point, though, I mean, you're you're watching all the way up to this point, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're good. You're good. I mean, you're not a completist, which is fine. I'm cool with that. You're fine. You and Jonathan agree in all of these things, but you are like the two people who respect. Um people's voices in their way to have an opinion yes yeah in that realm sure here's the thing is you all can hate me i like cersei i'm gonna give a little shout out to someone i know in my real life who will probably listen to this episode chelsea okay she also agrees with me she's a a cersei fan i feel like season one of all of these hbo shows are super rapey so i'm just gonna like surpass (laughs) that shit and it's actually good men like tim and jonathan are like i respect that let's go on let's just like get into it and love it yeah and um plus you learn all you need to know through gay of thrones anyway so what do you need to watch exactly like literally i could just like listen to you and jonathan talk about it i'm good i'm good to go and i don't need to go back Anyway, honestly, I can hang out with this baby doll. It feels like time flies so fast. And he is so busy lately. It's hard to find time. But when we do, it's like no time has passed. This is like, this is a side note. He would, for the record, be such an excellent talk show host. And I realize he does have his own podcast that he hosts. But... The world needs to see his face on TV nightly. Like, here's the thing. You can binge watch Queer Eye again and again, but we need more. You feel strongly about this. I do. I'm like sacrificing him to the wolves. I don't know if he really wants it, but he would be such a good one. Like, he's such a good podcast host. Like, he should be. I think when people get to a certain age, they can be like, well... I don't understand this, and that's fine. I'm set in way, my ways. and yeah. But I honestly, I remember being like 24, 25, and realizing people, I don't know, for lack of a better world, just like giving up. Giving up on learning about new things? Yeah, at least like people just give up in a certain way, and you just like believe that like, hey, I'm only interested in these two to three things, and I'm going to learn all about it and continue to learn about it and not like spread it. Yeah, speaking... From the future, because I'm an older person. Let me kind of give you guys a trailer of what it's going to be like. In in a a world. Did you see that? Oh, my God. In a world where you're older. Um, What you will want to do is you're you're getting more scared of death. So you're like, Mm -hmm. shit, I got to eat all. You know, it's like almost before you move from someplace, you're like, I got to go to all these restaurants that I haven't eaten at before. I have to hang out with these people that I haven't hung out with. As you get older, you're like, fuck, I'm dying. I need to learn about like maybe how to change a tire. I Personal. like, that, um, I like that, uh, I love that you're talking about food. Yeah, but like... <laughs> that ma- is, but, but on a deeper, darker level, honestly, um, I kind of wonder if part of the reason Jonathan and I are the same in this like getting curious way of like... Let's learn about everything. We accept we know nothing is 
kind of like this certain phase in one's life that if you lose a parent, it shapes kind of like how secure you feel. But there is a certain age group in the early to late 20s that maybe who lose someone who's very influential, like in a parent figure, they tend to take greater risk. We realize that life will end, that nothing is guaranteed, that we have no control. But both Jonathan and I, we also did not have like the easiest of youth. I know he got teased a lot and I had other different experiences. Our early lives could have, you know, effed us up, but we didn't give up. We could have, but one, we are both very stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> um, two, we are our own biggest fans because you have to be. Duh. Like, I, I, it sounds cocky, but you have to be. And three, those deaths could have destroyed us, but we took some time to step back and reflect. And with that stepping back, we could not not notice other things around us that maybe don't even touch our lives, but we couldn't turn back from that exposure look at look i don't know no, get the that. scuba gear guys we're going deep deep you just heard you it. might get the bends coming <sighs> back up that's how deep we're going okay and i still get my hair cut from him whenever possible but i'm also so proud of him i remember when he was going through the casting process of queer eye and he legit didn't think he would get it and i was like baby bird you cray stop laughing at me <laughs> i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing with you Cool. I hope you guys are laughing with us. They're laughing at us. I'm still on the thing of like, how often do you see him? It's hard to see him now because he's like super busy. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of like, here's the magic of him is like, he might not see you all the time, but he checks in and like, this has happened in a freakish level in the last couple months. It's like, he's super busy. I'm super busy in my real life and my fake life. Yeah. And it's nothing personal. It's like, it's not that you're not thinking about each other. It's just that like life gets in the way and then you send like a check-in text. And I cannot tell you how many times I have picked up my phone to do like a check-in text with him. And I see that he has done the same for me. Or sometimes it's vice versa. Sometimes I beat him to the punch, but it's like one of those things that I like super duper appreciate about him. I got a couple guys like that. Yeah. Guys? Guys and gals. Anyway. How do I meet this wonderful guy? <laughs> um, sorry, that was a good segue. It was a good segue. It was superb. I just got so, right back on the horse, guys. Moza uh, still trying to figure out the new saddle. I am rusty. Um, so Jonathan is kind of bicoastal-ish, so okay. I guess introducing you could take place when he's in New York, so... Yes. Okay, I thought the, honestly, how you were going to make us meet was by submitting me to be someone made over on the show Queer Eye. I thought that was your your in. And I got to tell you, um, I kind of want that. I feel like an idiot for not thinking of that. Um, That would be hilarious. Yes. I didn't even think about that. So. I'm that much of a mess. No, I get it. Honestly... I don't think the guys are hot messes on the, on Queer Eye. Like, so not I all think, of I think right. people assume that and it's like comedic or maybe it's like from the old one, which I was a little too much of a baby bird to like remember it fully. Right. But like they're not hot messes. They are 
good guys who have good hearts who just need like a little reboot in some parts of their lives. Right. So it's not like just like... Like I've got a lot of good stuff. Yes. Honestly, like when you say it, I'm like, oh, you would be amazing. You are a dedicated, loving husband and father. Shh. Let me say it. You totally appreciate fashion and design from afar. But, uh, I mean, just have it in your head that you couldn't do it. I think you could. But with a little kickstart, I bet you could. And it would, you know, you could keep it up. Yeah. No, I'm asking you to do this. I literally, I walk around and I tell people like, hey, what do you think of this shirt? And they're like, oh, Tim. And I'm like, have they A, given up on me to a point? Or B, think I'm joking because I look so terrible that they real think, in theory, that I've given up. I think that they think you're joking. Let me let me give you a little preview of what Tim is like, the ensemble that I have uh, put together. It's a ratty t-shirt, shorts, that probably should be a little longer, but it's no more than because my fat thighs. So, and then I have New Balance uh, shoes, which is the perfect uh, combination for what is known as Normcore. Uh, it's the give up fashion choice of uh, every normcore. Norm but yeah, I look like who I am, which is a dad who's balding um, with a little bit of a pooch. Anyway, Sorry, either I way, we out. digress. Basically, like, I think you would be a good candidate because, like, you trash talk yourself and yeah. Jonathan could help you with, like, my hair. A hair and, like, yeah. your beard. Okay, you yeah, have the it's a little. You have potential for like a really good beard. I do. I'm touching my face, but I'm feeling like I'm touching yours <laughs> just so we can talk in the mic and not F the sound up, which I'm sure it doesn't even sound that good. But like... No, you're right. Now I'm just like getting emotional and being like, stop talking about that. And I feel like Jonathan would be too. Like right. we both are just like, even in life, like both Jonathan and I are just like, no, we're going to like tell you what you're rocking. Um... It's almost like build you up, not break you down. I feel like what some Christians say about like, oh wait, no, maybe it's not Christian. Maybe it's waspy. Like, don't say anything nice. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Is that like do unto others as they would do unto you? It's like the golden rule. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's similar. Feel free to trash talk me at fakebassieswithbassies at gmail.com. Well, it's in the same realm. But like, I actually like, like that is I'm just like girl your nose is beautiful girl do you know your foundation for your eyebrows are amazing stop plucking so you find something I believe that every single person has something beautiful about themselves wow and Jonathan does too right 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 and that's one of those things is like we both see the beauty in everyone and it's like it really crushes us at times that some people can't see that within themselves you're such a good person and That's maybe so you need sweet. just like a little like trim of the beard I and do. like a t-shirt without grease. So like <laughs> I What do you mean? These are all my shirts. Grease is I mean, a part you just, of like, me. I mean, ate a bunch of pizza before we recorded I know, this. So That's like true. I added to this I added the fuel to this exactly. grease fire <laughs> that just like cannot be stopped with just sheer water. So I'm at it's fault. It's just cr- I'm just a crumb plate. All I need is a good crumb knife. You know those things that those guys come around with at fancy restaurants. And Jonathan will be your crumb knife. Let him be the crumb knife of my life. With a beautiful top you know? knot. And I will just be Jonathan's hype woman right. behind him and like... Dude, if I could get all those bros, the Queer Eye bros, because yeah, I'm thinking think the house can. could do a good makeover, 
Thank God I have my wife to do yeah, most of that. Yeah, your wife has some pretty good taste. So. Yeah, so they would just build but up I that. But I think, like, Tam could, like, help you out with, like, the grease stains and everything. Good. So, um... Legit, let's get Tim on here. Let's see what we're doing. I know, you know? Talk to your boy. Let's go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting this, but now I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's get... We're going to do it. So, see you on Netflix, guys. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> and just remember... Just because we've never met doesn't mean we can't be friends. <laughs>